Hi everyone, I'm Pastor Colin. Thank you so much for joining me for the last five weeks of our Lent series. And I know Lent is not over until Easter Sunday, but welcome to our three-week series on living in light of the resurrection on the Living with Hope podcast. Can you feel the anticipation? Can you feel the fact that we are just days away from Easter and living in light of the resurrection? Last week we talked about Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, you know, Palm Sunday as he enters in and he steps into his Passion Week and just this this kind of gateway moment for him where that is also our gateway moment into the week of weeks as we prepare for Easter. And through these three podcasts, I wanted to talk about living in light of the resurrection and the fact that as we look to Easter, it is the new year for the believer. It is the, the new life celebration. So as on New Year's Eve, we celebrate the coming of a new year. Every Easter, we celebrate the reality of the new life in Jesus Christ through his resurrection. I know there's a huge emphasis on the cross, and appropriately so. In that moment, Jesus paid for our sins. You know, he he stood in our place uh, in, in judgment. But the resurrection and the empty tomb is like God's notary on all that Jesus did. It is that moment where everything that Jesus taught, everything that Jesus did, the cross, everything is legitimized, is confirmed through the resurrection and there's this huge beautiful thing about the resurrection that I often think that we kind of we focus a lot on the cross but it's that in light of the resurrection in light of the ascension and the fact that Jesus has gone before us where there was no way he became the way where there was no connection with God where there was distance where there was that gap maybe you can think of those times when somebody you know drew on the paper the two ridges and uh, and all the ways people try and get across to the other side to be with God and that the cross and the resurrection are what solidified a way across Jesus the way and so we live in light of that and it impacts all that we do because God is not a God of removal or a God of burning everything down and starting he's a God of restoration and he this starts way back with the flood when he promises never to flood the world again but to restore the world in a way because he has proven that it is not possible to just wipe the slate clean and move on it is now time to restore what is there and through Jesus Christ our brokenness is restored and made new and walking through into that through death into life there's the idea of we have been buried with Christ and we talk about this when we we talk about baptism, how we are buried with Christ. But this week, as we move towards, I just want to talk about a few things that really impact how we look at this Sunday morning, Resurrection Sunday. What are we going to talk about? I, I want to say that, have you ever done spring cleaning? Have you ever, you know, emptied out your house, moved your fridge, gotten all the dust bunnies? Well, this used to be what happened at Easter time. This was a very Easter practice where people would actually clean their house. And why? Well, on Monday, Thursday, or the New Commandment Thursday, when Jesus gives his uh, new commands to uh, the disciples, this new command I give to you, love one another, uh, just as I have loved you, that by this they will know that you are my, disi my disciples by your love for one another, coming out of uh, John uh, kind of 15, uh, 14, 15, 16, and 17, I believe. John 17 for sure. And Jesus establishes this. This is after he has um, cleaned his disciples' feet, after the Lord's Supper. Like this is kind of Jesus' last commandment to his disciples. And 
So on Monday, Thursday, a way to prepare for Easter Sunday and the new life was to clean your house and have it immaculate for Easter Sunday. The practice of removing the old or removing the dirt, removing the clutter, uh, kind of getting rid of all that was uh, hindering the freeness of your house and, you know, airing it out and opening it up to the new dawn. It was this physical act of cleaning the house that helped prepare people's souls at the end of Lent to move into the new reality. So throughout Lent, we've been practicing the putting off of things. And uh, Holy Saturday is the final day of Lent, the day before Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. And so we practice, and this might be something you want to do, is actually practice, especially through COVID. You know, we have maybe piled up dishes or just piled up things in the basement. But these four days, the actual physical act of preparing our house is supposed to be a reflection of how the Holy Spirit prepares our hearts and our lives to be the, his dwelling place through the work of Jesus Christ, living in light of the resurrection. Our lives are prepared. And we've been doing this through Lent as we've put off something good or something we enjoy or maybe something that isn't good for us and we've resisted temptation and uh, we've resisted evil and we've practiced confession when maybe we faltered. And this is all done in light of the resurrection and the hope that comes through Jesus Christ. And so this practice of cleaning then is an expression of the cleaning that's happening in us. So the question then is, this uh, Resurrection Sunday, are you going to pick up everything that you put off during Lent? And this is a, a very important question for you. Are you going to take up what you put aside? Now, maybe it was drinking coffee and you can't wait to take that first sip of dark roast and you just need um, the sweet... Uh, cleansing feel of caffeine flowing through your body again and that is completely okay but maybe you put off something that was a little bit more detrimental to your spiritual life and maybe even to the relationships around you like myself i've put off watching videos on my phone and it has freed me up to uh, better conversations with christy has freed me up to uh, have time for journaling and just being present and more interactive with my family with my work and so i'm not sure if i'm going to pick it up. And I don't know if it's safe to just pick up part of it. So that's something I'm going to have to assess. And I hope that you do that with what you put aside as well, that this practice isn't just for Lent, but it might actually lead to a new reality in Christ, living in light of the resurrection. You've cleaned house. Now, are you just going to fill it back up with things or are you going to try and keep it clean with Christ? And, you know, in John said, uh, 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 John 14, Jesus talks about how he's going to, uh, to going ahead and he's going to to build a house for them in his father's house there are many rooms and when i've just recently learned about this text and how it's really not about the emphasis of going somewhere where jesus is preparing our house i know he's a carpenter and he could definitely be building houses in heaven for us right now but what it is talking about is that intimacy with god i am ha i'm preparing a place of intimacy for you with the father and that rings true to so much of Jesus, what he's talking about, that restoration of relationship, that restoration of creation, that that new life, that now connectedness with God, that it's more than just the what we would say, oh, that God is preparing a mansion for me in heaven. No, it's it's the fact that we are going to be dwelling in the presence of the Lord. And here on earth, we practice that by being indwelt with the Holy Spirit, praying for the filling of the Holy Spirit and allowing Holy Spirit to to convict us 
and challenge us on the way that we're living. And Lent has been a practice of that. We give up something intentionally to make space for more of Christ in our life. And so that is living in light of the resurrection, where we're going to be going for the rest of the year. Uh, that just naturally as Christians, we are going to be practicing our lives now in light of what Christ did then that has transformed all of history and leads us into a glorious, intimate relationship with the Father. That is what being a Christian is, a Christ follower, a little Christ, what, however you want to put it. The reality is that we are moving from, from unbelief to belief in every area of our lives. And Yes, Christ and the Holy Spirit are constantly working and, and knocking on the door and helping us clean out the inner life so that there can be more space for them. So there are spaces in my life where I'm still in unbelief about who Jesus is and what he came to do. Do I know what those are? No, but I know that Holy Spirit can uh, bring those to light as I pray and as I meditate and as I think. And this isn't navel-gazing, but this is creating space in my life for the Holy Spirit to fill me more so that I can be more like Christ. And as Paul puts it, you know, I don't want to know anything except for Christ, Jesus Christ crucified amongst you. Like his desire is just to know more of Jesus. And this is the fullness of life, that when we can say that we know Christ, then we aren't having a, a gut reaction to a situation, but we can say that we're having a God reaction. And so maybe this weekend... <clears throat> You'll clean your house. I'm not saying you have to clean your house. I don't know what state your house is, but maybe that is what, what you need to do. Or maybe this Thursday, just reading through John 14, 15, and uh, 16, and 17, and just seeing the new commandment that Christ has put before us and how he prayed for his disciples. And I believe it's in John 17 that you'll find a better example of it. Or maybe it's Good Friday and just taking the time to meditate on uh, Psalm 69 and how the psalmist explains who he is, the fallen nature of him, but in light of who God is, he will trust, he will hope, he has hope for the future. And that's our reality that even though we know that we're fallen, we know that um, we still sin, but in light of Christ, we have hope. In light of Jesus Christ, there is a future for us that is glorious and new, and it has been sealed with his resurrection, paid for on the cross, sealed in his resurrection. And so I really want to encourage you to do that. So this time of cleaning and preparing our lives, we've been doing that through the putting off of something during Lent. Maybe you need to take that physical action of actually cleaning something in your house and, and saying this is an act of preparing. This is this is me outwardly expressing what I desire for my inner self, the, the reality that this Easter I want to celebrate Christ's resurrection and live from this new year point, this new life point onward for the rest of the year and to put off what so easily entangles and run the race that has been prepared in advance for you to do. It's been prepared. It's set forth. And God wants to be alongside of you. Holy Spirit wants to be dwelling within you. Christ wants to go before you. And in all of this, Christ is glorified, and we are granted mercy upon mercy through God's wonderful grace. Think about it. Think about cleaning things up. Are you going to pick up everything that was set aside? Are you going to refill what is in aside maybe it wasn't a maybe it was benign like coffee or maybe it was something a little bit more sinister like watching too many videos or or getting addicted um to playing uh digital games when there are people in your life that you can lives that you can still contact and express the love of christ to or maybe you need to take those games 
and and use them for family connection and use them as a way of connecting with your family and that's a positive and wonderful way of redeeming what can be a distraction to an intentional a proclamation of the gospel and the new life that you have i haven't talked a whole lot about uh what is called holy saturday but i just wanted to mention that uh, through Holy Week, which is, you know, Monday, Thursday, the, the idea of the New Covenant Thursday is really, or the New Command Thursday is what that is in Jesus' final teachings. And then uh, Good Friday, when we celebrate uh, the Lord's Supper, when we, we look and contemplate what Christ paid for our sin. And we put ourselves in the place of the crowd where uh, we shout, crucify him, crucify him. And the reality that we aren't um, standing with Christ because no one stood with Jesus during that time. Everyone stood in opposition to him. But he still prayed for, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And the reality that what he paid for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And through his death, paid the full penalty and cost of our sin, our sin nature under the first Adam. And he, he, the second Adam, has given us a new way and a new life that is sealed in the resurrection and shone forth to us to live with hope into the future because of all he has done for us. And so, uh, you know, the new command... You know, now that I've mentioned it a couple of times, I believe it's in John 13, 34. Love one another as I have loved you is where it's found. Not John 17, John 13. So we're deep into the podcast and now I am correcting myself. But and then, you know, instituting communion. So Good Friday is, you know, that reflection on all that Christ. We we think about the passion and all that he paid and by his stripes we are healed but then we hit holy saturday and i know a lot of people don't know what to do with holy saturday it's that in between time that awkward time where it's like okay christ has paid for my sin but he's yet not yet rec uh resurrected what am i supposed to do with this time well if you want a, a spiritual challenge this is actually a time of uh solitude and I have a podcast that is on uh, practicing uh, silence and solitude that uh, uh, Pastor Daniel did with me and we chatted about silence and solitude. So maybe you want to go back and listen to that and kind of prepare yourself. But Holy Saturday is the time when we actually dwell with Christ in the tomb. That is, that's the goal of Holy Saturday, to set aside times of silence and reflection, to think about uh about Jesus and his ministry and to identify with just the fact that Jesus spent time in the tomb. He was actually dead. He was he was laid down and buried in the tomb. And we are just sitting in Christ's death and, and contemplating that if we, if he did not go to the tomb for us, we would be stuck in our death. We would be stuck in our sin. But then we sit in this tomb with hope because we know that just the next day, the dawning of the next day brings the dawning of new life where the stone is rolled away and we get to step forth into intimate relationship with the Father. So that's what I want to encourage you with as you head into Holy Week here is to realize Lent goes all the way to Holy Saturday and to, to keep that going. Don't, don't falter this last little bit, but it also takes intentional steps of moving us from what has been given up what distracts us, what what pulls us away, and practicing the resistance of temptation. And it draws us through Christ's journey and his passion towards the new covenant of loving one another as we love ourselves, as he loved us, 
or love your neighbor as yourself, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And he draws us through that and he gives us and empowers us through the cross, the, the forgiveness of sin, the new life, the new creation that he talked about with Melchizedek, uh, not Melchizedek, um, Oh, I've forgotten the fellow's name. Anyway, Nicodemus. And he draws us through the cross and we sit with him in the tomb as we contemplate, maybe in a moment of silence and we just reflect, we read the verses of, of him being laid in the tomb and we just sit there, and but we anticipate the new life that comes on Easter Sunday. Not just the new life, but then the enactment of the new commandment to actually love those around us as Christ did, realizing that he sacrificed and then he gave us the power to do so, that his resurrection now gives us the, the call, not just the call to, to love those around us, but gives us the ability to love as he did through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So thank you so much for journeying uh, with me. And next week, we're going to be talking about that idea of loving those around us in light of the resurrection. So thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to share with me, email me at colin at mylivinghope.ca. Have a great week living in the light of Jesus Christ, our eternal hope.